from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. And welcome to the Mosh Pit. I am your host, Wes Everett. I am here with my special guest, Miss Cassidy Paris, all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. Yes. I got it right. <laughs> that is awesome. How how is the weather down there right now? How how are y'all doing? The weather's doing yeah, it's fantastic at the moment. Actually, we're in like um the middle of summer. Uh, so that's that's really awesome for us in Australia because um, my band and I just came off a, a tour in the UK and it was absolutely freezing. So we missed the first portion of summer, but it's looking like it's going to be a good summer for us here. So very exciting. That's awesome. That is awesome. Glad to hear that you're down there staying warm, doing your thing. Um, absolutely. While we're up here freezing to death because it's Georgia and... It has no idea what it wants to do. It was 70 yesterday, but a week ago it was like 15. So who knows? Wow. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> you know, Melbourne is actually quite similar to that as well because Melbourne is like probably, and I mean, a lot of Australians are going to be like, no, my city is way more temperamental. <laughs> but I think Melbourne's the most temperamental city in um in Australia. So I don't know. We can get we can get really warm days, and then we can, you know, be back in the middle of winter. Oh, isn't it lovely? You just never know how to dress. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let's touch base on your tour through the UK. I heard that was pretty awesome. Yes. Um, yeah. So my band and I just came off a month long tour from the UK, and it was so fantastic. It was my first time being over there. And my father, uh, Steve Janewski of Wicked Smile, he has um, been there a few times. So um, that was really exciting for him to be back there as well. Uh, it was just so well received. I, um, The first show I played at HRH, um, it was a packed out room and people couldn't get in and out of the, the venue. So that was such an awesome response to have to someone that has never been over there before. And um, at my age, it just blew me away. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. So a full month over there, what was your takeaway from playing UK versus playing Australia? Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I think it's always um, when you're over there for a long period like that, it's always an eye-opening experience as well. Um, it was for sure very tiring, but so, so worth it, so beneficial to both Wicked Smile and myself. Mm -hmm. um, and we just had a blast, an absolute blast. The people there were so accommodating, so lovely to us and so welcoming. So we were just really happy to be able to expand and, um, you know, I, I haven't even released a full album yet. So to get that kind of response was um, really super cool. And um, Wicked Smiles on their on their debut too. So it was awesome to have so many people um, cheering us on. Dummy toys, not a puppet.
that's awesome. Congratulations again. Um, I'm Thank so you. I'm so happy to hear that too. Um, on your tour of UK, did you get up toward like uh, Wales or Northern Ireland or any part yeah. of Ireland or any of that? Yeah, Ireland we didn't do, but we did Northern Wales, I Northern believe. Okay. Um, so we did. Well, we did some aspects of of Wales. I'm not I'm not a fantastic geography person, <laughs> so someone's gonna be like, "No, she didn't do Northern Wales." Um, but yeah, I I remember going to Wales, and um, it was super super cold there. So that's that's one memorable thing about <laughs> Wales at that time of year. Uh, but yeah, it was just super cool. Um, like I said, the response was awesome, and it's so good to be able to go to to travel again and to be able to go to different parts of the world and promote ourselves. Oh, very much, very much. Now you got to go out, you know, with your dad, who's also in a band yes. and kind of tour together. That is, that's so cool. I love that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it is, it is a really cool experience. And um, I think it's, it's also um, making me feel a lot more comfortable on tour as well um, when I'm on tour. I mean, I feel like my band is my family, so um, I have a really great relationship with all of them. But when you have someone in your um, your family that, you know, has known you your entire life, it, it makes you feel a lot more comfortable when you're on tour and, you know, being um, exposed to things that you never have been before. Oh, definitely, definitely. And it's good to have that support system, that backbone that, you know, so that you're not out there alone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Cool. 100%. Cool. I, I love it. I love it. So you guys just, well, you, you just released your uh, latest track, Danger. Yes. Um, talk to us about that. Was that a song you've been working on? Did it come together during the pandemic did you do a lot of writing during the pandemic is actually what I want to ask before I ask about danger for sure for sure yeah I think that a lot of it depended where you were on um in in your cycle but um we were actually thankfully at the end of our cycle um when the pandemic hit and um that meant that we had to go away and write and record. So that was kind of like a positive of that experience. So it gave me the time to kind of sit down and evaluate where do I want to go direction wise and, you know, who who is really influencing me the most at the moment. Um, and we sat down, um, Paul and I, and we came out with Danger. And I think it's a real reflection of my upbringing in um regards to to rock and roll and it's a modern twist so it's been it's been so awesome to see people kind of pull from it and see like I see a bit of Papenta I see a bit of Joan Jett um Lita Ford and that and um obviously in the clip I kind of made that a bit more evident but when they were listening to the song they were like oh yeah I hear a bit of Vixen there um so that was super cool to kind of um hear people saying that you know uh, it's awesome to see a girl in rock doing something like um, people were in the eighties. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, we need more of those female, not just female fronted rock bands, but the female solo bands that are, yeah. you know, really For out sure. there pushing. Now, granted, you know, you've got your, your killer backline of, you know, your drummers and your bass players, but that, you know, up front exactly yeah no I I completely agree um you know like I've always um my dad's always exposed me to really um powerful female singers um from a very young age like I was listening to you know Pat Benatar was listening to um you know the classic rock artists as well like your Joan Jets, your Lita Fords um and and now like when obviously I'm newer generation so um I grew up listening to like Lizzie Hale and Taylor Moore so they were also huge inspirations of my music so that's kind of what I want to do with um my style as well so it's been it's been really cool to kind of see even like make connections with some of those people as well so um meeting some of those idols and you know actually talking to them and stuff so um it's been very very cool in that aspect nice now you said that you haven't even released a full album yet right? Yes. yes now, are you, now, are y'all working on one? Are you um, laying tracks down? What you got planned for a full album release? 
Yeah, absolutely. I have some extremely exciting news in regards to the album. Um, but yeah, it is in the works, I promise. I know it's it's taken a bit um, longer, but we've been waiting for a really cool opportunity and um, it presented itself recently. So I think it's going to be really cool to kind of um, announce that to people when it happens. Honorable mention, Better Alone. Are we looking at a timeline? Are we looking six months, three months, or somewhere in between? I can't say exactly, but, you know, I mean, like I said before, for legal purposes, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely coming quite soon. So people can look out for that. And um, we've also got some really cool, other th- cool things lined up, so um, some more touring. So we're really excited to, to be back on the road. Um, very soon so it's it's very it's very cool to be able to do all this awesome well congrats on that and um if you need any help as far as promotion wise feel free to tag us when you can we'll be glad to share all the information all the all the secrecy 
once it's out. Yeah, I know. And I don't like keeping secrets. Like like I said before, like my fans are and um, the people I meet on the road are like my family. So I want to tell them and like people are asking me about Melbourne. I'm like, I know, but I know that you'll, you'll be happy when I, when I announce it. So, but it's so hard as well at the same time because, you know, I want the people to know as much as, you know, Oh yeah. Everyone else. Oh yeah. Patience is a virtue. It absolutely is. Yes. A hundred percent. Cause you know, I'll give you a prime example. So we just started a new thing here at the studio mm-hmm. where we've been doing, I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. I think there was, I think we were only on Facebook, but I did my yeah. first live this awesome. past weekend with yes. like four bands and yeah. just an acoustic jam session. Yeah. It was so much fun. And I really wanted to talk more about it, but it was one of those things like, I know if I say too much that it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm not I, superstitious, I, but mm, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. And um, I think that the main thing as well is like in regards to like the album and stuff, like mm-hmm. I feel like, letting people like and I've always had this discussion with people openly um I'm very very grateful to be in the position that I am at the moment and Mm -hmm. um when I announce like the what's happening in regards to the album I think that um it really shows how much people have really gone out um and promoted me and I'm, I'm very very thankful for that um in regards to my band in regards to the people that listen to my music and have come to shows and bought the merch it all helps um people like myself um take the next step and I really think that um with the album and what's happening with the album um it is the next step for me so it, it's it's very cool to be able to see that and um I hope people are, are liking the journey as much as I like being on it myself. Cassidy Paris, Danger.
if you were able to collab with anybody, who would you choose? Though, you know, always we've always talked about your influences mm-hmm. and we've talked about, you know, growing up listening to these. Who would you like to have, you know, play with you on even just a song, just one song? I feel like that's so, so difficult. Um, How about because this? I love so I love so many different like artists, whether that mm-hmm. be a band or a solo. Um, I'll I'll make it a little easier for you. Your top three. Uh-huh. Top three, okay. Top three. <laughs> is is this is this dead or alive as well? Dead or alive, yes. Okay, dead or alive. I just recently put out like I'm gonna get get on the um the warrant bandwagon for for a bit here. I recently put out a cover. Um, Uncle Tom's Cabin on yes. Facebook. And uh, I think people really kind of dig to that. So I'm going to say Janie Lane. That's my, my first one. Um, I'm I'm just like constantly watching him. Like he was such an awesome performer. Mm-hmm. And um, he's someone that's really influenced me more of the recent. And um, I've been, just been listening to a whole heap of Warrant stuff. So I'm going to say Warrant and Janie Lane for the first one. Second one, I'm a huge Soraya fan as well. So um, I also did a cover of a Soraya song. So um, you can definitely check that out as well. Um, and I love Lita Ford. I just think she's so, so cool. And um, I'd love to do something with her if possible, when it's possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's still she's still out there just absolutely killing it. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I love, I, I just love her, like, her attitude and stuff on stage. That's something I really have um, pulled a lot from. So, mm. yeah, 100%. I see that. I see that. Thank you. <laughs> you've, you've definitely got that. Thank you. Um, moving on down. Do you have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think something that I've seen over the last, like, I've only been in the game for, like, what, four, four and a half years, so a very short amount of time. Um, But I think something that I've seen is if you stick to your guns and, you you know, you you keep putting the hard work and energy, like, Mm -hmm. something will happen. People will believe in you and believe in what you're doing so you just got to keep it going you got to put your everything like you really just you have to sleep eat drink the the whole music scene to be able to actually get somewhere in this industry and 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 that sounds like blunt but it it really is the the actual it's the honest truth and I think that once you do that, and people will will begin to see um, what you're doing with your with your brand and with your direction. And I think that I've really seen that. Like believing in yourself is everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You have to have that passion. You have to. You can't. And I really feel like the pandemic kind of separated those two: the ones who had the passion versus the ones who were maybe more in it to be seen for the money. For sure, absolutely. Know? Yeah, exactly. And I think that um, something that I'm constantly learning is that you're always going to, and I was speaking about this with the the singer of Wicked Smile, Danny Ciccardi, last night, mm-hmm. you're always going to have hurdles that come up in in your life and um, especially in the music industry. It's about navigating how to get around those. How can I overcome this? Um, how can I turn this into a positive situation? Um I'm I'm really lucky because a lot of people around me, we always talk about positivity and um, you know, how to how to pull the positive from what may seem a negative situation. So um it's definitely been like a learning curve for me to try and figure out how to do that in in the music scene. So um yeah, it's just it's I'm very thankful that I have the right crowd and the right team around me to to be able to do this every day. Definitely. Definitely. And it's not even so much as what happens to you. It's how you react to that. Mm, Absolutely. Totally correct. It's a, it's, you really need to, to actively think and, um, 
you know, put yourself in the correct mindset to be able to do something like this. And um, anyone can do it. You just, you've just got to adapt. You've got to keep changing. You've got to keep growing, keep learning. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I used to be one of those guys who, you know, something bad could happen to me in the morning. It just shot my whole day. I was done. Yeah. I was done before lunch. Now I'm like, you know what? It's very easy to let something like that hold you back. Mm -hmm. But, I think that I was lucky enough growing up and I don't know a lot of people don't have this opportunity. So I hope if, you know, one person can take something from what I'm saying right now, that would be incredible. Um, But I was really lucky enough to see people, you know, change their mindset and be like, this has happened, but I'm going to take this from this experience and learn from that and overcome that and not let it get me down. And I know that sounds corny. It sounds cheesy, but um, I think that's something I learned very quickly. And um, especially in like high school, like if people were mocking me or didn't understand what I was doing, I was like, to be honest, and it's, and it sounds kind of, again, blunt, but like, I don't really give a fuck what anyone else thinks. I'm going to do, I'm going to do me and and that's going to get me somewhere. Take the reins. I'm at your door. There's an anxious hesitation I feel when you call my name From all the failed attempts at getting through Trying to explain And I have come to realize that lately I don't feel the same And I'm not here to say hello I came to say goodbye And I know you know there's something wrong So I'm not gonna lie Here in your bed of this and shit I've come to give you all the reasons why Been broken, my eyes wide open. I can't keep hoping now that you'll be someone else. I'm at your door, feeling lost and jaded. Best you created now. I'm at your door for all the times I've hated you for wanting more. And this you can't ignore. I'm at your door. looking for unsigned and indie artists to submit music to be featured on the podcast. 
You can submit your music at the Marshpit at StereoSoundRecords.com. All submissions are welcome. You can also submit topic ideas if you want us to talk about a particular subject. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you have to be blunt. You have to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the world isn't a nice place, and sometimes you can't play nice either. Very, very true. Yeah, I wish I'd have learned that a lot sooner in life. <laughs> yeah, I know, and and it, and it takes some people some time, but you know, you will eventually. I, I I really do hope that people, all people, will learn that eventually. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. There's a difference in kindness and just doing what you need to do to do what you want to do. For sure, absolutely. Does that makes sense. Yes. Yes. It does. It does. <laughs> so let's talk about your goals for 2023. So yes. we're a month in, well, almost two by the time this airs, but what are your three goals that you want to accomplish within the next 12 months? So this time next year, where do you want to be? I want to have put out some new music or like be in the process of like, I'm about to release a product to people. Um, and when I mean a product, I mean an album. So, um, like I said, it is coming. It is, I, I promise. Um, it, and I really want to put out good music too. And I know that sounds like, oh, everyone wants to put out good music, Cassidy. But I think what was really instilled in me from a young age was that a good song is a good song. My dad constantly said that to me when I was growing up. And I was like, yeah, dad, good song's a good song, obviously. But I think that, that what he was saying really resonated with me only quite recently. And I'm like, he, he is right in that aspect because, you know, it doesn't, doesn't have to be a certain style. It doesn't have to be um, like a certain hook, but a good song really is a good song. And that's what I want to put out there. I want to put out there rock, good rock and roll music that, um, that people will really enjoy. And I think that, with danger, I was able to see direction a lot clearer. So that's one of my first goals. Um, one of my second goals is to kind of, you know, connect with people as much as possible. So like whether that be through through merch, through, um, you know, writing, through music or through touring, like touring is a huge thing for me now. I want to play as many shows as I can possibly do and you know um get that that experience under under my belt so um touring is definitely in the cards for 2023 I can I can assure you we're having huge discussions at the moment about that so um and my third one is just to simply be happy and you know just to really make happiness a priority. And I know that music really does bring me happiness. So if I'm able to do that for the rest of my life, then I'll be a very happy girl. There you go. Those are great goals. Those are Thank great you. goals. Thank you. So you've looked into the U S as far as a tour, correct? Yes. Like yes. here and, and there. And we're, and we're continuing to look into the U S. Okay. Okay. Um, like I said, I'll get you some contacts. I'll see what we can do. See if we can get you over here. Cause personally, I'd love to get you over here. Fantastic. Yeah. We, we'd love to get over there. Like I've been over to the U S to play a couple of shows mm -hmm. and every single time we come over to the U S it's just the best experience ever. Um, so it, it'll be super cool when we, um, when we get back over there and it's not going to be, um, it's definitely going to be in the new future. So I can assure you of that. So, but like every, like you said, um, contacts and like every person helps, especially as a current independent artist. Um, so it, it, it'll, it'll be very exciting to see what happens in regards to that. But um, yeah, it's, it's very cool to be able to um, speak to people that want us to come over there and uh, cause we get so many messages. I get, I get messages daily that people are wanting me to come over to the U S and to, to play to them. So, um, and I think we've expanded so much since I've last been over there. So it'll be exciting to have that experience too. Very cool. When was the last time you were over here? That is a great question. <laughs> um, I, I believe it was 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't recently, um, right. but I've been over 
yes, I've been over once to play um, in the US and I played a couple of shows and that was really cool. Um, and, but I, but again, like I've grown so much since that last experience. Um, I only had released like two songs last time I was in the US. So, um, and I mean, I know I only have like six, six or seven or eight at the moment, but there is, like I said, there is a full length um, album coming. It's in the works. So um, we, I think our main thing is that we tour for, um, for, for good reason and we want to get out to the people as soon as possible, but I really want them to have product out there too. So um, yeah, it'll, it'll be great when I have a, have a full length album under my belt. That'll be awesome. That will be awesome. Um, now you said you only have what, six songs. I believe it's a little bit more than that. You know yeah. what? People know this better than me because I just write music. I don't count the songs. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. So it, it's 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 about maybe it's about seven or eight. But yeah. Now, do you have any that you have written that you haven't gotten to cut yet that aren't going to be on the album? Or do you have any unfinished that you're yes. working on? Yes, I, I believe yes, so. Both. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm constantly writing. So, and the thing I don't think people understand or quite understand, and, and you wouldn't until, you know, an artist kind of explains it to you in, mm-hmm. in depth, but um, artists write like over 100 songs to, to put them on an album. Mm-hmm. Um, and you pick, what, 13 of them um, sometimes, sometimes like 10, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what um whether it's a label or um what the an independent artist decides so um yeah so i've written heaps and heaps of songs and uh whether that just be with my dad whether that be with paul whether that be solo like myself um so yeah i've got a heap of songs under my belt some of which i'll i'll probably never release but um or maybe we'll have an opportunity to release one day <laughs> Um, in a in a deluxe edition or something, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, there's definitely going to be stuff that never makes an album. But like I said before, I, I'm I'm putting my best quality stuff um, onto like EPs and albums, so um, and people are enjoying it. So that's the main thing. Titanosaur, no one home.
Yeah, the reason I wanted to ask that is because I've started kind of picking artist brains on the next question that follows that, which is, yeah. have you ever looked into selling any of your songs that you're just like, you know what, this is a really good song, but it's not me. Um, not as of yet, not so. uh, but I think that I I was actually um, listening to a podcast uh, a little while ago, um, actually this week um holly knight if you know of her um Mm -hmm. it was it was a podcast she did with eddie trunk and um she was kind of speaking about like selling her songs and you know giving them to other artists and her band um spider 
um, she wrote a song and then it went to another artist and she said, I actually liked the version that they did better than the one I did with my own band. And I thought that was a really cool concept. So, like, I mean, I'm not ruling out anything in the future, but I'm I'm a little bit selfish like that. I'm like, I, I want to keep the good songs for myself. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, it's a cool question to ask because yeah, for sure, I, I, I get completely a, agree. I get a couple of bands that are like, yeah, we've got some that we probably sell, and then sometimes I'll go that route of, would you let the artist you sold it to make any modifications? Would you let them change enough of it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. and that's another thing. Like even um. I don't know if you. I don't know if this was a huge song in the U.S. Do you, do you know of Natalie and Brulia? Natalie, it sounds familiar. I'd probably. It have was to... very. It was a huge song in um, uh, Australia. It's called Torn, and her version of it is so different to the original version written by the artist. And I just Torn. think that's wild. Yeah, Torn was that the '90s song? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 I actually really yeah. liked that song. I liked her version. I didn't know there was another one. That's cool. I will yeah, yeah. Have to um, check that out. That is actually something my dad introduced me to. He um he said, Oh, listen to this version. And I was like, that doesn't even sound like the same song. It's so different. Um, cool. but I love both versions. Like, and that's the cool thing about songwriting. It like it it really takes an artist to explain what has happened over the course of the song mm-hmm. to understand, you know what yeah. actually went into creating it and what made it that version that it is. So um, that's one thing I really like about being a songwriter as well is that I get to explain my my musical choices and everything like that. I love it. I love it. And, and I love picking the brains of all of you artists of, you know, when I hear your song and I'm like, you know what, that's really cool. I wonder how it came together. Was there a hook? Was there just this driving guitar in her brain that was like, I got to get this down and the words will come later. Was it words yeah, first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, when I songwrite, it really does vary. Like there'll mm-hmm. be moments um, where I'll just like, you know, I'll be literally going to sleep. And I know, I know a lot of artists probably say the same thing, but literally going to sleep. <laughs> and sometimes you come up with your best ideas when your brain's like nearly shut down for the night so like and it's crazy to think because like sometimes you go into a songwriting session and you don't get as much as what you'd get when you're almost asleep which is I just think that's wild that is that is and then I've heard from other bands where they wake up and they keep you know like a notebook right next to their bed so they'll wake up out of a dead sleep and be like oh I got this lyric Mm course you know writing at 3 a.m when you're barely awake sometimes you wake up and you do that whole what does that say i have no idea (laughs) exactly exactly it's so true yeah i completely agree but cassie i appreciate you sitting in on this i really had fun chatting with you about you know all your future plans all these secrets that you can't tell us right now (laughs) (laughs) awesome thank you so much for this i really appreciate it absolutely and i'd love to catch up with you again maybe six months eight months down the road see where you're yeah. at see how close sure. to those goals you are mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, for sure cool Sounds um, like a plan awesome well we will uh just hit me up we'll hammer out something maybe look at august or october yeah perfect and let's see here what do i usually get y'all to do oh yeah tell everybody where they can find you on all the socials yeah, it's it's pretty simple, guys. You can find me as as Cassidy Paris, um, and that's on uh, YouTube. Uh, you can find me as Cassidy Paris Official on all other socials. Very cool. We will get you. And my some- single danger is out now. If you guys want to go buy it, stream it, there's a there's a lot of different options we have out for you. So, um, yeah, the support's very very appreciated. Awesome. I'll drop that on this show as well so we can get some more people to listen to it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. And I hope you have a great rest of your, I guess it's day there. It is day. Yes. Good. (laughs) I am headed to bed now. A six hour drive has completely killed me for the day. Exactly. Knocked (laughs) you out. Awesome. Thank you so much, brother. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And I will talk to you soon.
Talk to you soon. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Bye.